Hello and welcome back to the OTW Podcast with me, Kenneth Wallace. This is episode four, fresh off episode three, the hashtag bricked up launch episode. You know, everything's been going pretty exciting. We've had a couple of new listeners, new followers. The audience is just growing overall. No, it's not crazy. We're not like, a, you know, like Joe Rogan level or anything like that, but still. Like, we're doing, like, pretty good. It's really exciting to see that. And um, if you're brand new, you start listening, thank you. I really do appreciate it. It really does mean a lot. Even if you won't listen to one episode, you've come back. A little extra thank you. And I just really do appreciate everybody that's been listening from the beginning to just started listening. If you listened to five seconds, turned it off, realized, like, I don't want to listen to this all. Hey, I mean, like, you know, still thank you for even trying you know that's that's all i can ask for you to do is just to try you know i mean that's all i do is i just try a lot of times i don't even do what i'm trying to do you know that's all i'm trying to do with this podcast is just try am i, am I great at it probably not but i'm trying and that's you know that's the first step to success so let's get right into it episode four recently i've just been kind of thinking about like growing up, you know, I'm about to turn 25 next month and it just feels like time just like really flies by. And it just got me thinking about like when I was a kid and, you know, most of the times when you're a kid, for the most part, I would say for the majority of us, our, our tenure as children, is pretty, it's pretty good overall. Like it's a pretty nice time. Of course, there's a couple of times where you get maybe a little angry and you kind of like look back at those times where you were really agitated or you were just being a, a naughty little kid. Yeah, I, I was one of those kids. You know, I was raising hell, but I was not praising Dale. I was not watching NASCAR. I didn't do that. I don't, I don't know. Every single once in a while, I catch like a drag race on, I think it was like Speed TV or something like that. I don't know. We used to have cable. There are all sorts of just weird channels that I would just kind of flip through. One of the ones that I would watch a lot that was like a weird one was like Spike TV. There was weird stuff on there. I watched like Deadliest Warriors. Or I think that's what it was called, Deadliest Warriors and 100 Ways to Die. And then they would have, like, cop reruns. I would watch that. But some of the other stuff was just kind of crusty, in my opinion. So I didn't really watch too much of that. But the uncrusty stuff, I was watching that stuff. That was kind of cool. But back to what I was saying, like, you know, as a kid, maybe I got caught watching one of the crusty things by accident on Spike TV. I don't know. But there was one point where I was grounded. I got really upset. I was screaming at my parents. I'm like, I'm going to run away. And my parents were like, okay, cool, whatever. Just one last mouth, one less mouth to feed. Bet. Do it. And so I went to my bedroom, took my favorite blanket, put a little stuffed animal in there, some shorts, a shirt, maybe a pair of underwear. I don't know. Wrapped it all up. Like, you know, like you see in the hobo cartoons. Because that's just kind of like the only point of reference that I had, really. It was just like the little hobo knapsack where he has like the stick with a little bundle at the end. So I thought I looked real cool. I was ready to go. And then I had my lightsaber in my hand. And I go to the front doors, tears running down my eyes. I'm screaming at my parents because they probably took my Game Boy away or something. Couldn't play Pokemon Mystery Dungeons. And I looked at them. I said, I'm leaving and I'm never coming back. And my dad's sitting there and just laughs at me and goes, okay. Why you got that lightsaber though? I was like six. I don't know why I had the lightsaber. But my answer was to beat off homeless people. That's what I said. I remember that. As then my dad looked at me, trying not to laugh because, you know, I don't know 
as a six-year-old what that means, but he does, and he thinks it's hilarious. So he's trying to hold back that laughter. He's like, you're going to do what? I said, I'm going to beat off homeless people. He said, okay, good luck with that. So off I went to go beat off the homeless people. I thought I was just like, you know, defending myself. I didn't know what that meant. Looking back now, that's embarrassing that I said that out loud. But, hey, you know, I just thought I was out there defending myself. My dad was looking at me. thought I was about to make a good career or something. I don't, I don't know what he was thinking. Let me say that at six years old. So anyway, I walked out the door, walked to the end of the driveway, and I promptly remembered I was afraid of the dark. So I turned right back around and said, don't talk to me, and went right into my bedroom and fell asleep. So it's just like, it got me thinking, like, you know, as an adult, there's just so many things that, you know, like you got away with as a kid, you don't really get away with as an adult anymore. Like if I looked at my friends, or if I was still living with my parents, and I told, like, especially if I was still living with my parents, and I looked at them, like, today, I was like, I'm running away, you know, for me, the answer would be the same thing, they'd be like, thank God, like, go ahead, like, leave, get out, like, especially, like I said, especially if I was still living with my parents today, at almost 25, and said, I'm running away, they would say, thank God, it's about time, <laughs> So that's the thing is like, I just feel like there's just so much like as a kid that you can kind of get away with or you can kind of do, it doesn't really make a whole bunch of sense as an adult. And even now, like if I like told everybody, like my girlfriend and my friends, I'm running away. They'd be like, so you're going on a trip or like, I mean, you just can't really run away as an adult. You know, that's just called leaving at this point. You're just telling somebody that you're leaving. But sooner or later, I mean, you're probably going to come back. And if you're not, then that's also called moving. So think about that. I think that's what we should do from now on. Every single time you move to somewhere else, you should just say, I'm running away. And when I moved from Wilmington to Atlanta, I shouldn't have told people I was moving. I should be like, I'm running away. I- I'm just running away from Wilmington. <laughs> the confusion would have been worth it. It would have been kind of humorous, in my opinion. But also, just to kind of circle back speaking about spike tv and i also mentioned like the reruns of cops i tried to watch that recently it's not good it's just you know a lot of times they're kind of like making fun of like people just like in really bad situations so they just go to like the subsidized housing and they're like look at you you're poor and then they like beat the crap out of them it's not, it's kind of like cringy to watch it now. I mean, every single, every single so often, like there is like a good episode. Like they'll go into like some kind of like crackhead's house. And he's got like five alligators and he's like, you see what I don't hear is I got my alligators everywhere and I know and feed them goldfish. And the cop's like, you mean like, like goldfish from like the fish store? He's like, no, goldfish from like aisle 13 down the food line. I done got. It, and sometimes if I don't go to the food line, I go down to the Piggly Wiggly and go get me some goldfish crackers. You know, my, my alligators really like them goldfish crackers. And so he'll just be feeding them like cheddar flavored crackers. And the cops would be like, sir, you can't have the alligator here. And then he'll try to run away and the alligator will like bite him by the leg or something. He, those are fun episodes because I, I just don't think that that's really like real police work. Like that's... That's something else. I don't know what it is, but 
90% of police officers don't encounter that. Now, the stuff that you see police officers encounter, that's kind of sad now, like, as an adult. That's one of the other things. Like, now that I'm an adult, I look back and I'm like, ah, that's not really funny. You know, that's just somebody that's fallen onto hard times. And now they're being exploited because of their bad decisions. And, you know, that's kind of sad. Because a lot of those people, like, aren't, like, you know, terrible people. They're just people that made a bad, like, life decision. So that's just kind of, I don't know. This is kind of sad. Maybe you disagree with me. That's fine. You know, everybody watches something else and that's what they like. I have a friend who we have like a big group chat with all my other friends from when I grew up and he'll constantly send us like awful, like awful police videos, like just horrible examples of like police brutality or like people getting like shot. And I he like, grades their performance like on like what they did wrong as a police officer he has like some kind of like bizarre interest in this and i do want to clarify that he recognizes that like all of these videos are horrible he's not like watching them and getting like enjoyment out of them he's like oh this is where this police officer went wrong and so it's like an almost like an educational sense that he wants to watch these videos and like dissect the the wrong actions of the police officers in these videos, but he sends them. And I know I don't watch any of them because I made the mistake of watching one and it, it was awful. And I was like, don't send these. And I'm almost positive. Nobody else watches them either because everybody else is always like, please stop sending. Like you can just tell like from the thumbnail, it'll be like single mother shot 50 times by police officer caught on body cam. And we're like, Bro, like, I just want the alligator video. I don't want to see, like, this. This is terrible. Please stop sending us these videos. And then he'll he'll send us one that, like, you'll think it's fun. Like, it'll be, like, insane grocery store fight. And you'll click it. And it's not even a fight. It's just two police officers in the middle of that aisle 13 beating up that same alligator man trying to get goldfish for his alligators. And that's not a fight. That was a beatdown. And he'll be like, what they did wrong is they should have just handcuffed him from the beginning. And it's like, bro, I know that. I don't need to watch this video about it. That's awful. Please, please stop sending these to me. So that's just kind of like where my mind's been at is with, you know, cops kind of sucks now. Looking back on our retrospect. I can't run away no matter how frustrated I get at life. But one thing that does endure from childhood, I'm about to make a lot of you guys switch off this podcast right now. You're like, I didn't know it was like that. Sports, baby. That's right. We're going to be talking about sports. We talked about movies last time. I had somebody reach out to me and told me I should be a movie reviewer. I said, no, that's not what this is. We're talking about everything, anything, everywhere, all the time. OTW podcast. We're on the way. Also, by the way, BTW, OTW. This is actually the first podcast I've recorded where I am actually on the way back to my house. All the other podcasts I've actually recorded, like I'm on the way to somewhere else, like whether it be a movie, work. I'm always leaving my house. This is the first time I'm actually going back to the house. So that's kind of exciting, you know. Got a bunch of other things planned today. Got to go to a, I think it's like a concert band is the proper term. Got to go support the girlfriend. She plays the euphonium. 
one of the crazy things is I don't know what a phonium sounds like. If you gave me like a bunch of instruments, like sounds, and you said, hey, what is a euphonium? Which one of these noises is a euphonium? I'd probably pick a trumpet, to be completely honest. I know what a trumpet sounds like, but I feel like it sounds similar enough to a euphonium. And you may say, that's that's pretty bad, Kenneth. Is her boyfriend, you should probably know what that sounds like. Because that's what she plays. She plays a euphonium. She asks me, she gets really nervous if I'm sitting around and like I'm, she's playing and I'm listening. She gets nervous with that. So I, I, I give her that you know, that privacy, that respect, and I don't listen to her play. So because of that, I don't know what it sounds like. I just know it sounds good. Am I right, fellas? She does it well. I don't know. I couldn't tell you what it sounds like. I couldn't tell you any notes on why it was good or, like, how it could be better. I just know it sounds good. That's my answer. Final answer. Put it in, Steve Harvey. Put it on the board. It sounds good. But... Back to what we were talking about. Don't think I forgot what I said. Sports, baby. So we got NFL coming up preseason. This is the so I always like to play fantasy football, and I'm very bad at it. I start out really strong. Uh, I've been getting better. So it started out the very first year I played fantasy football. I got clowned because I knew. Like the extent of my knowledge of football at that point was like legends. So uh, I think I like I knew like Reggie Bush, and there was some other like I don't remember who it was. Some other quarterback that was like really good, and I drafted them. The issue was at the time of drafting them, they were like no longer playing. Like they were technically like free agents, but they were just kind of like floating. So they were semi-retired. So I just had – I picked, like, all, like, these, like, really good, like, football players. But none of them were on teams anymore because they were on the way out the door because they were like, yeah, I'm done. They had been playing for so long that they just were no longer interested in, like, being in the league. So, you know, at the time that I had drafted, if you had put that team, like, four or five years back, I would have been dominating. But that wasn't the case because none of those players were there anymore. And now my issue is – I just pick players that get, like, murdered on the field. Like, they just have, like, really bad problems. And so they get, like, super-duper injured. And then I don't have, like, a quarterback anymore. Like, last year, I um, drafted – I'm going to mispronounce his name. I always get corrected. Sorry. You know who I'm talking about. Tuau, Tugalavia or whatever. The dude from Miami Dolphins that had his noggin rocked. He was doing so, so well. And then he got hit by that Mack truck of a player. And, you know, his his brain almost fell out. And he was just done, which sucked. You know, that sucks for him, first off. You know, it's not all about me and my fantasy team. Sucked for him, first off. But also sucked for me because now I didn't have a quarterback. And I was doing so well in the first three weeks. I actually did end up making it to the championship. I lost to my good buddy, Joseph. Shout out, Joseph. Actually, I don't even think it was Joseph. I think I lost to somebody else. That's just how highly I think of Joseph. But either way, I lost. Wasn't thrilled about it. Wasn't super excited. But this year, let me tell you, boys and girls, I'm on the come up. I'm about to join that fantasy with my boy Joseph again. But this year, for the first year ever, I have also 
signed up for a dynasty fantasy football league. So what that means is that your team carries over. You have like you draft along with like the NFL draft, so you get like your rookies and all that stuff. And so you're building like a team for like multiple years. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna crap the bet on that one. I have no idea what I'm doing. My thing too is like I don't trade. So if anybody from that league is listening to this, I know it's gonna frustrate them. Because one of my buddies, the the commissioner of this league, he was trying to trade with me and I feel like he gave me like a decent trade, but I, I just don't like to really trade like that if I don't have to because it makes me nervous because I know that every single one of these other people know like these players like way better than me. I basically just go off like sheer luck and like the um, prediction numbers. So as far as like actual stats and stuff like that, like I'm pretty bad. Like there's like, I would say I know probably about like half the league, but that's only half the battle. So like the other half, I just don't have like a strong like wealth of knowledge on that and so it just makes it difficult for me to make smart decisions in regards to fantasy football and if we're being honest you know I have a lack of being able to make strong smart decisions in just general but we're not talking about that right now we're talking about you know fantasy football so pretty excited about that um you know, maybe if I can go check out an Atlanta Falcons game, that'd be pretty cool. Probably won't be able to because I'm poor. So that's the thing, guys. That's why it's important that you listen to this podcast <laughs> so I can afford an Atlanta Falcons ticket. Come on, guys. This is up to you. Don't you want to see me thrive, not just survive? Some of you listening probably don't. It probably like you're like, I hope you you fail, and that's cool. And I'm glad that you're listening because the haters are what keeps us going. That's what keeps the grind grinding on, you know. The ops, the haters, the enemies. And, you know, we're going to keep on shining. But, yeah, other sports news, other things have been going on. You know, Braves, Atlanta Braves, shout out. They're doing pretty good. We just, like, whooped up on the New York Mets 21-3. to That was crazy. I don't remember the last time I've seen like a baseball score like that. I got the on my phone in the middle of work and looked down. I'm like, oh my gosh. So, yeah, I played pickleball for the first time the other day. That was all right. Um, sometimes I get over excited, overstimulated. And when I went to go hit the ball, I hit it like at a weird angle. And the pickleball, which is really just like a wiffle ball came back and smacked me in the eye that really hurt luckily I didn't have a black eye I would have told people I got in a fight I wouldn't have been like oh this is myself I hit myself in the eye with a pickleball that's probably like the widest injury that you can obtain is I hit myself in the eye with a pickleball that right up there with I got beamed in the face by a by a cornhole being dagged I feel like those are like two of like the widest injuries you you can get. You know, it's embarrassing. But I will have to say, you know, shout out. Like, I guess like people are trying to have like culture. I don't know. Whoa. I'm looking over here and there's this um sign. It looks like somebody posted like their graduation photos on the sign of like a on the side of like a power box. Pretty interesting. I wouldn't necessarily have done that. But, you know, to each their own. One thing that I, I do want to point out that I'm driving around here 
is right next to my place. It's like a the rebuilding of Chick-fil-A. And one of the things that's really interesting to me is that while they're rebuilding this, they got workers out here rebuilding on a Sunday. And I'm just confused because you're going to tell me that you can't make me chicken on a Sunday, but you can get like these construction workers out here in 93 plus degree heat building your building. You know, the math ain't math in there. You know, I'm all about having breaks on Sundays. I don't work on Sundays. You know, I believe in the rest and the Lord. But, you know, I'm selfish. I want to be able to go get that Chick-fil-A sandwich after church. You know, that that to me is the the complete religious experience. So go and praise the Lord, you know, get your church on, and then go celebrate with a little bit of that Jesus chicken. You're going to tell me that, that what is this person doing? Hold up. This, this is why I need the Jesus chicken, because it gives me patience. Because this person just is not coming over, doesn't know how to drive. So, but yeah, I mean, that's where we're coming out at. And, you know, serve Chick-fil-A on Sundays. That's, that's where we're going to end at is, you know, Chick-fil-A on Sundays. Make it happen. You know, I just think that we see in the Bible that Jesus is like, you know, even they have to eat. Even I have to eat, man. You know, put some atheist up in there or something. Pre-bless the chicken on Saturdays and the atheist just cook it on Sundays. I don't care. Do something. I need my Chick-fil-A sandwich. That, that to me will just make my Sunday like a, you know, a 10 out of 10. So we're going to we're going to really work on that. Start a campaign right here. Chick-fil-A on Sundays. And by the way, everybody, I know you're super curious. We will be doing these episodes bi-weekly now. So you'll be getting them on Mondays and Thursdays. Thank you so much for checking in with this most recent episode of OTW. And, you know, we'll run it back on Thursday. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Make sure you follow. Um, leave a couple of five stars, share with your friend and, you know, we've arrived. We were on the way and now we're here. Thank you guys. Bye.